Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. (laughs) Well, John Hennigan is out and about in the field fishing and having a grand time. This is Bob Summer. I'm a staff writer with Western Outdoor News. I'm here today filling in for John here in the studio. Along with me is my good friend and fishing buddy, Ed Bath. Uh, hi, glad to meet you all out there. Hey, well, Ed, Ed does a lot of fishing all up and down the coast with me. He comes out on a lot of the Western Outdoor News charters. On the phone, though, ha- acting as co-host today, we got my best buddy there, Frank Selby. How you doing, Frank? Good. Just got back from Cabo. You were there with John, weren't you? Yes. He's still there the, for trouble, maker. Did you, did you wear him out, or is he doing okay? He wore out. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the trip. How was it? We did really good on the Minerva, the Minerva three. Oh yeah, we got our limits in Dorado, and we got a few uh, yellowfin tuna, and a lot of stories to tell about things that we did wrong. <laughs> well, talk, talk to me about the yellowfin tuna. Did you get any size? No, they were firecrackers, but uh, they were fun. Okay. But uh, John will talk about the big one next week. Now, the Bisbee just wrapped up down there. Did you see any of that action or hear any stories? Uh, just a little bit. i seen a couple of the fish going in for uh, to be processed. I saw that 569-pounder that uh, the Sea Bandit got on the last yeah. day. That was one heck of a fish. That really was a beautiful fish. But they weren't in all the options, so they didn't make very much money at all. And, in fact, what's kind of funny about it is that these guys have been fishing the tournament for many years, but they just don't like to spend the money. Ed, are you familiar with the Bisbee? Yes, I am. Yeah. Have you ever been down for that? No, I've never participated, but I've uh, seen some of the results. Yeah, pretty Very impressive. Pretty amazing. So, Frank, when you're uh, out and about in the field down there in Cabo, did you uh, manage to get uh, much of the way of Dorado? Yeah, we uh, the Dorado weren't giant. They were, you know, 18 okay. to 22 pounds. We're going to come back to that just after this break here. We're going to be having a break, and then uh, we'll all be back to have a little bit more fun and figure out which end of this board is up. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. <laughs> they still tell me John Hennigan. He's nowhere to be found. Hey, uh, well, Frank, I think you've got a friend of yours on the phone. Who are we going to talk with next? We're going to talk to Siri from Florida. Wait a minute. That's my iPhone. What are you talking about? Yeah, well. I know. <laughs> they took it from you. Did you get royalties? Uh, actually not. <laughs> but as I tell her, you could ask that Siri. Uh, but she's not always right. <laughs> so, Frank, tell me about what Siri does. Siri's been on a lot of magazine covers. She's been a guide. She loves the fish. And everybody I've ever sat down to her fall in love with her. Mm. She's so sweet. So, Siri, tell us a little you bit mean- about the. It's not because of the fish? I thought they were all happy because of the fish. <laughs> they are. That's part of it. <laughs> so where, you're down in Florida? Where you at? Well, I'm in Miami, Florida, uh-huh, and, yeah. but I fish both coasts. Uh, very different type of fishing. So tell me about um, what that yeah. is. Well, as I was explaining to Frank, you know, if you grow up fishing the mangroves here, you have to be able to cast across your living room underneath the couch. If you can't do that, you're pretty much not going to catch a fish if you're fishing mangroves. And I was telling Frank a funny story. I was fishing with uh, uh, Jerry Cluffy over on the West Coast, and, uh, you know, first time fishing with him. I'm making these unbelievable casts, you know, underneath a foot in under the mangroves, and I'm not catching anything. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't figure out what's wrong. And you have Jerry's to do kind of looking at me funny. And, and I, he says, What are you doing? And he says, I'm making great casts. He says, Yeah, but the fish aren't there. <laughs> They're oh. going up and down a channel in front. 
And I said, well, what kind of sport is that? That's, you know, too easy. And so sure enough, you know, I cast like three feet in front of the uh, the mangroves, and, you know, there they all were. And the first one I caught there was like a 29-inch red, mm. and I pull it up, and he goes, well, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I said, you know, uh, it's pretty big. i got to throw it back. And he says, that's as small as they get on this coast. <laughs> and I went, Why am I wasting my time? So what were you throwing into that channel? Was it like a crazy Charlie or a shrimp pattern? What? Um, shrimp patterns a lot. A lot of bucktails with shrimp, you know, primary yellow, uh, sometimes an egg sinker, uh, uh, a sliding egg sinker, hmm. you know, with a live shrimp on it. Um, you know, both of those are kind of the general patterns that they use, both on the East Coast and West Coast. It doesn't really uh, change that much from coast to coast in terms of what you use to fish with. It's just the technique in fishing that changes. Sure so if you're a good caster, you can do the, the, yeah, well, you do fly too, but, um, uh, you know, fly fishing I reserve for like bonefish and triple tail. Those are really fun yeah. uh, to fish on fly. Wild times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bob, you fish for triple tail? Uh, I, yeah, no, I have not. I have not. My my excitement has been I got some great redfish work done up there at Mosquito Lagoon and uh, threw off a flats boat. Uh, just the, the guy, 80 feet. He's got me throwing 80 feet. I'm like, I'm getting 74 feet. I'm getting 74 feet. He's yelling 80 feet, 80 feet. I'm going 74. Then finally I get an 80-foot cast. He says, you rocked the boat. Don't rock the boat. Like freaking A. And the Fish. It reminds me. Of, it reminds me of Bill Curtis. Bill Curtis is an old time, you know, icon. He just passed away last year, and they named Curtis Point after. I mean, bonefish, you know, champion, tarpon king. You know, he wrote the tarpon freeways for the Rod and Reel Club. But he had the same thing with his client. And the client finally gets a cast. He goes, "They eat with their mouth, not with their butts. <laughs> throw to their mouth." <laughs> I don't see how you get underneath the mangrove. Do you have to throw sidearm? Oh, yeah, that's got to be tough. Yeah, you do. You have to snap it in there. You know, it's, okay. I've done it with fly. but uh, it, I just it, wanted to it, know it. what your stance was. Well, you know, using a bait caster or using a small spinning reel, throwing underneath the mangrove shouldn't be too tough. You just, especially if you're using a small egg sinker. Is that, is that you're really You're talking right? precision. You're talking a boat that's not stable, and I'm, you've got to throw I'm sorry, it in I forgot you were, I forgot you were East Coast. I have to allow for that. Oh, no, out here we don't have that problem. Yeah, damn. The boats aren't in water. Yeah. <laughs> well, Frank taught me well how to throw my rod where I can make it hit where it's supposed to, right, Frank? Yeah, he, I did give you a few lessons. He says, "Aim at the water, Bob. Aim at the water. <laughs> Stop throwing in the sky. Aim at the water. <laughs> Big target. <laughs> Big target. Hey, I missed Jerry? it. I missed it. Do you Push. still guide a little? <laughs> oh, yeah, still. Um, uh, you know, it depends on who it is because I'm really protective of the fishery. And that's, you know, I, there have been a lot of changes that have happened here. Um, there are places you can fish from shore here if you know where they are. Uh, but, again, it's vast. And you can spend like any other place. If you don't know where to go, you can waste a whole time, you know, not I know you anything. used to be booked all the time, but if you need a few uh, extras, why don't you give them a, a place that they can contact you if they you want if they want you to guide them? Well, they should probably do that out of the fly shop, but I, you know, out of your fly well, shop. Okay, tell them which fly shop. 
Well, the his and her fly shop. You mean there are others? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that's the only one I spend my money at. That's for yeah. sure. Well, yeah, it's the only good fly shop. I mean, you, you get everything there. You know, it, it's not just like walking in and getting a few things. But it's, Siri, how do I really fi- geared. how do I find you online, kiddo? Well, I'm not online. It's like I said, I've gotten to the point in life where I'm very selective. <laughs> You have to be referred by somebody that I respect, like Frank, um, because I really am protective of the fishery. I mean, they've been trying to get me to do shows, you know, and talk about the fishery here. And uh, I don't want to do it because I'll talk about all the mosquitoes and it's so hot. And you can't That's you run out of girl. gas and, you know, the whole kind of thing. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do here because I don't know how much time we have. Um, well, we got a few minutes. On a rising tide off of Key Biscayne. When the eagle rays come up onto the flats, they look like flocks of birds. And if you cast to the backs of the eagle rays, you'll get big permit. You'll also get an occasional jack, which is really annoying. <laughs> it's good for working out. Yeah, that would be. That would be. And the, the permit are a hell of a lot of fun. What size are they getting to? Oh, they're huge. I mean, I mean, I'm not an offshore person. I'm a flats person, so you, I'm not talking about the big stuff when you go out deep and fish the reefs and that kind of thing. But I, strictly fast fish, they're 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 big fish. Wow! You know, I don't weigh them because I throw everything back. But you're going to spend twenty, thirty minutes fighting these things. And you're fishing that with what kind of gear? Well, though, you can fish that fly because there's no obstructions, or it. you can fish it with a, a, a yellow bucktail, red and white bucktail, anything like that with a shrimp, you know, on it, mm-hmm. or just a, 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 a fly pattern. Oh, that's amazing stuff. Frank, you've been down there, haven't you? Yep. A few times. <laughs> and they but use, I, they use crab know, patterns, too. I haven't got to fish with Siri yet. I always say I'm going to come, and then something else comes up. Dad said well, this I, year we were both coming down and visiting you. Yeah, I've been waiting for him to be old enough not to remember where the spots are. Well, let me ask you now, speaking of spots now, that's changed quite a bit since this recent storm we've had, right? True. But there's still some basic places, you know, that are good fishing. Again, like the Eagle Rays are still going to come up out of the channels onto the flats. Uh-huh. So you, you know, watch that for that activity and you look where they're going to be and that'll guide you to where you're going to well, find it's a time of day. It's the tides. Everything here is the tides. This is this is as close to to water reading that you do on a on a river. You uh-huh. know the conditions. You look for the conditions, um, the tides, uh, slack tide, rising tide, falling tide, and you have to run the water to meet those conditions for where the fish come. Depending on the type of fish that you're looking for, you know, it's like I, I had a thing with the, the DOA people. I used to bridge fish, you know, after I spent all day on the boat, I'd go out to the bridge at night with the lantern. Oh, wow. And my, my, my target, my target species is a snook. Ah. But the problem is I couldn't get the, the, the DOA bait buster down below the, the tarpon to get to the snook because the tarpon kept Oh my God. <laughs> Siri, we got just about 30 seconds left here and I want to just give you a chance mm-hmm. to wrap up. Uh, Okay. So we'll talk to Frank about hooking up. Who does he ask for? Who does Frank have? No, I mean, when people come in, they're oh. going to ask for Siri Adam. They want to go fish? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to that. We thank you very much for your time. And thank you, Frank, for bringing Siri in.
The best winged shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning. Three cases of shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Well, the good news is John Hennigan's not here. I am. Bob Summero here, uh, staff writer with Western Outdoor News for going on 15 years now. My good friend Ed Bath's in studio with me, and out in the field we've got Frank Selby, who brought in his friend uh, Siri Adam from Florida, who's going to finish up a story. Oh, the DOA booth. I was complaining because the tarpon kept hitting the DOA bait, and I couldn't get it past the tarpon to get it to the snook in the water column because the snooks are underneath. They just, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
And he goes back and he gets all the guys out from behind. He says, you know, tell them what you're complaining about. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a nice problem says, to well, me. Well, the darn tarpon keep hitting well, it. I can't get like with this thing. How do I get it past the tarpon? They all started laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, we should all have such troubles. Yeah, pesky tarpon. I, you know, I can't tell you how many times we've gone out, and all these people are looking for tarpon, and we can't get rid of them. Now we got a heck of a crowd here on this radio today, and I got I got to tell you right now, Danny Kadota is on the line as well. Danny, you there? I'm here. Uh, and uh, Frank, these are all your minions, right? Yeah, yeah. Danny and me have been friends for a lot of years. We've. Uh, I remember when I first opened the shop years ago, Danny walks in and he was the rep for a major company. Actually, two of the guys that work for the same company will be on the show today. And and so, Danny, and you go back a long way. Have you ever done any oh. actual fishing together? God, I think. What? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, in the surf. Frank used yeah, to do oh, the right. program. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've yeah, done a little bit. Start doing those. That was great. Yeah, yeah. When he gets back from this great trip from Africa, we're, I'm going to take Africa. him over over to South Catalina. America, Frank. Oh, sorry, South America. <laughs> Down in Guyana. <laughs> it's not. It's not Alzheimer's. It's just old age. <laughs> and, and an eighth grade education. <laughs> yeah. Danny, uh, well, we go way back. We both worked on the wharf up in San Pedro. You bet. That's right. We that San Pedro Fish so... Market sponsored our first dealer meeting. We had guys from halfway up the state and San Diego all show up there. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we're telling our age we better be careful. <laughs> hey, Danny, how's yeah. the restaurant doing and all, of, all the people we used to know up there on the wharf? Well, Any trouble let me tell you anything? something. It's, this, this is part of the rant I'm going to go on. You know, okay, the Port of like L.A., that. The Port of L.A. and a bunch of developers want to just tear everything down. You know, and they're going to be evicting everybody, even though, you know, Norm's Landing started here in 1958, where I sit right here. And as you come off the freeways, all you'll see is historical waterfront, historical waterfront signs. And yet the Port of L.A. and the developers want to tear down everything historical, put up generic buildings that, you know, just block, you know. I know when I travel, I want to see historical things. And, and you know, it's really a shame that this is all done in, in the name of gentrification, you know. But, you know, like what, they don't, what they don't understand, and I've asked the executive directors at the port and their attorneys, I said, do you know what's historical? And not one of them give me an answer. And I'm going to tell you what they is, you know. Scuba diving started here with a with one of the captains here, Roger Hess, and the Maestro brothers who had dive and surf over in Donald Beach. And they started that. with a little little known guy named Jacques Cousteau. Well scuba diving, the first scuba diving trips, both commercial and sport, were started right here at this landing. Yeah. Also, one of the new the first was whale watching. John Olgeen from the Cabrillo Museum was the first one to institute whale watching trips here, right behind me here at Portugal, at Norm's Landing. And then the fishing was absolutely, you know, oh, yeah. Cal Southern California drove the industry because we have much more technically astute anglers. I think we talked about that last week. And, and it forced us to go outside the box and stay up in technology far and above everybody. We were generally about three years ahead of the rest of the country as that goes as, as far as outfitting sport boats and the service and the whole deal. And then commercial fishing was 
right here at the landing was probably one of the greatest attributes, and that came about because San Pedro and, and Lawrence Landing here, it was, well, San Pedro in general was one of the only integrated places in the world in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s, and even up until the 60s. And you had, you know, Italian, uh, Croatian, Japanese, Mexican, Oh, yeah, the, the, the great blending spot. You know, yeah. Norm's Landing holds a special place in my heart because that's one of the places I started fishing when I was a boy exactly. in L.A. And to this day, every chance I get, I find my way down there. Now, things are still going strong there? Well, no, they want to turn down. And this is my biggest gripe is, you know, I'm watching the Dodger game, and I look at the, all they talk about is historical Chavez Ravine, right? Yeah. It was uh, built in 1962. Well, Norm's Landing was built in 1958. And at four years old, I was coming here fishing with my grandparents on half-day boats, you know. Hmm. And so it has a lot of personal things for me, too. And this was bringing my fight to this deal. But, you know, essentially the Port of L.A., if, if they went up to San Francisco, they would tell you know, all the guys up there, listen, we want to we want to tear all your places around Fisherman's Wharf. We want to put concrete around the edges. And by the way, we only want one Italian seafood place. Well, this place is absolutely thriving despite the the lack of uh, funding and everything they've done over the years here by the port and by the developers. And it's just booming. It's one of the busiest places and safest places in L.A., and yet they want to tear it down. It's just unbelievable, you know. So, yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it, and, and also, get this, all of us concerned fishermen should be really upset about this. They want yeah, to shut off the sport fishing next door, L.A. Harbor Sport Fishing. Mm. It used to be Norm's Landing. Yeah, and that wow. is that is a federal law that the public has to have access to sport fishing, you know, and the problem that we have is that over the years, and I've seen it with all these MPLAs and everything, is that, you know, you get biologists who are getting funded by government grants actually perjuring and lying about their surveys, you know, and it's just, uh, I, I'm fed up with that. I mean, I, I see closures in Calcot and stuff like that, and you know, and you talk to guys that were recently finding out that they're pelagic fish. We always thought they, you know, when I fished for during the wintertime, we, we stayed out at, uh, you know, San Nicolas Island, out to the offshore Cherry Bank, Tanner Bank, Cortez Bank. And we thought maybe because of the shape of the fish, they just moved around maybe bank to bank because they don't look like they're big swimmers. Well, guess what? Now that they have decompression chambers and they're doing studies, they're finding out cow cod. You know, they caught on the 43, which is halfway between San Clemente Island and San Diego. They had one that was tagged there. A week later, it was off Point Conception. Now, nobody knew that. So how could they make determinations and closures when they don't know anything? But that's, that's our state. Well, I think most know? of the fishermen in California will tell you that the science is flawed no matter what way we're looking at, the MLPAs oh, yeah. or the, oh, uh, the various yeah. laws that are applied. And then you take uh, and change or won't change the, uh, the licensing timing so that we can buy it for year to year. Oh, you know, that's these, the biggest these cra- I know, all these crazy things that are going on. And uh, you yell, I yell, everybody yells, and what good does it do? Yeah, it's, it's really sometimes. sad, but I, I, you know what? You know, in 1994, when Russ Eiser invented Spectra, he and I, I, I co-hosted a radio show with him for 22 weeks, and he would go off on these political rants, and I said, Russ, let's get back to fishing, right? <laughs> Guess what? He was right. 
If Russ Eisen was here today, there wouldn't be any MPLAs. He fought, he fought, and and thank God that he did. And, you know, I kind of want to take up where he left off because, you know, at the time, like I said, I was thinking, oh, they just want to, everybody wants to hear about fishing. Guess what? We needed that. Mm-hmm. We needed that yep. fight, yep. you know, because look what's happening. It's really, We're losing all our areas of fish, and they're really upset, um, you know, unsubstantiated by, uh, you know, by false false studies and everything that are generated from biologists that are getting government grants. Yeah, we've all heard about fake news. Now we're hearing about fake science. Oh. And what's crazy, and the bottom line down here is, you know, we are one of the biggest, the busiest places in L.A. And I went to some of these hearings and they said, well, there's there's nothing but uh, drugs and prostitution down at Portsco. And it's the biggest lie you'll ever hear. In fact, we pulled up studies from LAPD. It's the safest place in town. There's never been a shooting, no murder, nothing ever in its history down here. But you won't hear that if you go to a port hearing because they have it staged with realtors, developers, and the port people that want to you gentrify this whole place and uh you know it's just it's it's a shame but i am i'm fighting because you know in world war ii my grandparents and, and their friends a lot of them lost their homes in terminal island and they were all displaced of course and they were put in camps you know right and uh now all there's left is a science saying former japanese fishing colony you know but uh, the lies and dissent, you know, from. Well, I, uh, from, I could only you wish know, you. Yeah. I could only wish you all the best in your fight, and I know it's a good yeah. fight, and you have my support. And if there's anything I, I can do, that. don't forget yeah. we have Western Outdoor News that can uh, get involved. So well, let, let me it's, know. It's, it's meanwhile, all taken out of the meanwhile, let's let's directly. meanwhile yeah. let's get back to Frank for just a minute and your relationship okay. with you two. Sure. Uh, now, Frank, have you actually gone down there and fished with uh, with Danny? Where he's going, no. No, oh, okay. And uh, we fish uh, up here, and uh, I love to go to the restaurants on the dwarf. Yeah. Dwarf. God, <laughs> yeah, I on the dwarf. Yeah, Danny. Can you say dwarf? When you get back, the four of us is going to go to dinner, your wife and my wife and us, and we'll you got meet it. down there. Yeah, come on I'll down. Take no, you to the will be more than happy hey, to join in on that one, for sure. Hey, my yeah. name's Ed Bath, and I'm with Bob here, and I just have to tell you about the nostalgia you've been uh, talking about. I used to dive with both the twins at Dive and Surf, along with... Bill and, Bill, yeah, Bill and Bob. Yes, a long time yeah. ago. And so that I lived in that whole area for yeah, a long time. Yeah, in fact, Ed's sitting here with tears in his eyes, thinking of the days well, when know, he used to actually free dive as well as uh, go out with his first original tank with, I think, a noxious oxide in it. Anyway, we're about ready to wrap up for this segment. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Lake Cabot won seventh place in America's top 100 family-friendly places to boat and fish. The lake is in the Bay Area, only 45 minutes away from San Francisco. This scenic destination boasts over a dozen hiking and biking trails, trophy-sized fish, boat rentals, Bay Area kayak tours, and a picturesque eating area at the surprisingly delicious cafe. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. Visit LakeCabotRecreation.com for information. That's LakeCabotRecreation.com. 
If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Who's <laughs> MIA down in Old Mexico. And uh, on the line with us is Frank Selby and Danny Cadota. Uh, Ed Bath is here in the studio with me. Did want to ask you one question, Danny. Uh, have yeah. you seen much in the way of catch uh, changes over the last few years? Things getting better? They're not as good? What, what do you see? You, you know something? Here's something that, and this is something that good old Russ Eiser always talked about. You know, I view, I always take the big picture and I look at things cycled. You know, you have people say global warming, this, this, this. I think it's baloney. Things cycle. It's like our bait situation. Here, we here, here, here. We hadn't, we hadn't seen sardines since the 1950s, and then for for you know when they came back, it's just prolific. But it cycles. You know, yeah, I it could be warmer agree. water, it could be colder water. I mean, just, and I, I just, think that's mother nature. Despite that's the sea lion and seal populations having increased so dramatically, right. I I think they had some effect on it. But you're going to see that that steadily increase, and then it'll decrease again with the sardines. So. And, and you know the lines, the, the regulations, and everything. A lot of them, like I said, with like cow cod being, you know, a moratorium on a lot of that's straight bull. And and this is probably twenty years ago. Russ Eisen said, like the black sea bass. You know, I've caught 
it was the three of them in the last few years, half day fishing, Catalina, and they're prolific. Yeah. And you know, they're protected, which is which is great. But he said this twenty years ago that there's an overabundance of them. But yeah, we're still what? protecting you... we're protecting Boccaccio. Right. But but one mature two to three hundred pound black sea bass consumes how many calico bass? Mm. It consumes how many whitefish? It consumes how many sheephead. So, you know, by protecting that you have a disbalance in, in everything else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you, I think you need to have Mother Nature sorted out. I can see, and I think that the fair thing would be, and the smart thing to do, which I don't know if Fishing Game would do that, then, is that a sell a tag like you would in the case of a deer or an elk. You know, you manage the population. You have the ability to look underwater and have divers look down see what the population are. Right. And to, and to limit a catch on them, you know, or yeah. maybe draw a lotto with it. I would certainly pay $100 for a tag, you know, to have that, you know, opportunity, and it would also help keep them in check, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Frank, you you have a lot of feelings about those sorts of things, too, as far as regulations are concerned. Oh, yeah. I fight all the time at the meetings. Yeah, well, not just salt, but also freshwater you do, too. Yes. Well, I do a lot of freshwater, a lot of salt. I love all fishing, bass fishing, trout fishing. Snook fishing, anything that I can pull from my line, I love to do. Especially down the Colorado River, I know. Yeah, oh, don't don't break that up. We're in. They tore out my favorite spot. They bulldozed it. Talk about what happens. What happens about the. Yeah, well, going all the way out there and then finding yeah. out that they've completely changed the landscape on you and the fishery's gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know. That, oh, that hurts. But, yeah, it was. Plus, it's only, what, a six and a half hour drive, so it wasn't well, too bad. Yeah, we had good fun. We smoked a couple really good cigars. Yes, we did. We got to see a lot of scenery. And then when we pulled into <laughs> that. Damn! Uh, I said it was right here. The guy goes, "Yeah, they bulldozed that out and put them condos up down there." Yeah, that, I look like I was shot. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you were. You were pretty much in shock yourself. So yeah. Well, <laughs> when are we coming down and going out on the boat again? Yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of you. Boy, I tell you, that boat thing you got there is awesome. We really should do that soon. You know, they're still getting the uh, tune off of uh, Sick right now. Oh, well, we take it and run it yellow out Yellow tail, too. Yellow, yellow tail, too. Big yellow tail. Yes. Yeah. The yellow tail I, are, are uh, 30 to 40 pounds. Yeah, I brought them back uh, in uh, my crew. Uh, what is the name of the cooler? I, it was the best cooler I ever had. Bring them back from Mexico. I swear, it's soft bag cooler. A.O. Coolers. Oh, yeah. God. I, I swear to God, I put that in last night or the night before. I got back here last night at 6.30, and guess what? They were still a little uh, a little uh, cooler. Uh... Did we lose you? Yeah, no, we're, we're here. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> there was still ice on the cooler. Frank fades, yeah, Frank fades out now and then. It's all right. We're used to it. Yeah. You got to see with the fly rod when he does that. Yeah. God, it was so great. I uh, I never found a cooler. It was so good. Well, that's and cool. I mean, you know when you take it out of the freezer and you set it down while you're packing the ice forms on top? Mm-hmm. 
of the plastic, it was still there when I got here last night. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things about traveling down to Mexico, of course, is always getting your fish home. So, yeah. you know, on the uh, Bisbee that they just finished up, they donated all the fish to a local cause. And they've got something like 12,000 pounds of fish that they wound up giving to the local uh, uh, fishery, uh, to the local uh, charity. Oh, so, that's really good. And, uh, you know, a lot more people are doing that. Do you see much of that, Danny, down where you are, where people are donating their fish? I usually do that uh, with most of mine now because I, you know, I want to keep my uh, fillet and vacuum packing bill down. <laughs> yeah, that's but, right. No, I, I, usually, yeah, we 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 give away a lot of stuff. But you know, I my dad always had a thing. He said, "Don't put it in the freezer. Let everybody enjoy it while it's fresh." Mm. You know, and and you know, it's true because it comes back. Because your friends that go fishing, they they will constantly you know bring stuff over, and and uh, that's a, a great great way to do it you know yeah my friend ted reed uh actually fishes for the homeless and that's exclusively how he fishes he gets out on party boats every week catches his limits brings them home fillets it vacuum packs it seals it freezes it and takes it to a local shelter he's a good yeah, fisherman too yeah he is a good, he, is <laughs> he a, always brings home a lot of a lot fish out fishes me most so <laughs> Yeah, quite awesome. quite a few people are doing more of that these days. You know, there were the days of catch and release only, even offshore. But nowadays, it's better to bring it in and give it to somebody that could really use it. And and you know, the, the standard and the quality of the way fish are kept now has really been, you know, escalated over the years. You know, even on day trips, those fish will go down into an RSW, and you know, when they bleed them and they spike them, you know, it comes out. Beautiful. I mean, even a fish like a bonita, if it's bled and spite, you know, and bled out, gilled, I mean, the meat is delicate. It's beautiful, you know, and then people used to say, oh, well, we just, you know, put it in the yard for fertilizer. But you know what? That's excellent quality stuff. Yeah. You know, if, it's, if it's taken care of. Yeah, and the RSW has certainly have made a huge difference, haven't they? Oh, huge. Huge. That's the and refrigerated seawater hold, in case you're wondering, folks. Yeah, yeah. You don't have that on those boats down there, do you, uh, Frank? No. <laughs> but, you know, what, what's the name of that organization you're working with with the boats? Uh, the Minerva. Uh, God, the boats are one to five. They're all named Minerva. Minerva, that's right. And it's Minerva's they boats, are, yeah. That they are so fun. I, The skipper, I he liked uh, a couple of my flies I gave him so much. He was they, the people down there are so nice, and the cost is half of what it cost up here oh for this boat, half the size. Well, I remember Frank used to always get Minerva herself on the phone, and we used to talk to her every time I'd co-host with him. And uh, yeah. John, John would talk it up with her, and I think that's how come you fished out of Minerva's. <laughs> yeah, because their skippers are really good. Yep, yep, they do a good job. Uh, yes. She's a wonderful lady. And and you did you did you said you got Dorado and tuna and what else? Uh, that's all we got this trip. Dorado and tuna. I, oh, I forgot we got some skipjacks, but that's mm. nothing to talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And the Dorado, were there any size? Uh, Eighteen, twenty. I think the biggest one was probably twenty-one pounds down to about. 15. And were you in uh, Pongas or their uh, cruisers? 
We were we were on the cruiser on Sunday. Ah, nice. It was limited out with what we wanted. So, so let us in on the good. secret. Did you and John have a little bit of fun down there? Oh, we had a lot of fun. Like uh, anything you can share with the public? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, I guess we could. You know, we. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. Uh, uh, we uh, went to, oh, God, now my mind went blank. Well, we uh, walked around the whole boat docks and oh, yeah. did a little shopping, uh, all that. And there's all kinds of party places. The restaurants were excellent. Well, you know, there's always... I thought they were a little high, but other than that, they were good. You know, John's place is right there next to the marina, which is so beautiful. And you just wander yeah. down to the boats and down to the marina and all the great eats and the shops. And Cabo Wabo's just blocks away. And uh, you can stay out all night long if you want. Yeah, it's just one block down to the marina. And yeah. it's not a long block. You walk out the gate, do about one building up. And the, the streets right there. You walk down, turn to the right. You can have coffee in the morning. They don't start serving breakfast until I guess about eight o'clock. Because mm. I got up early, I got coffee there and uh, watched all the guys trying to get everything ready to get their customers. If, if you can make it through the line of guys trying to sell you, get you on a different yeah. boat, you're okay. Well, you know, uh, we've got uh, at Western Outdoor News, we've got a lot of our charters each year. And coming up on December 3rd, is it, Ed? Yes. December 3rd, we're going out on the Chief. And it goes down <laughs> into Mexico. But where it goes is to Colnet. And we're going to uh, fish Punta Colnet and uh, fish for huge <laughs> rockfish and... Uh, Lincoln. Link, oh, yeah, Lincoln down there. And then we go out for Yellowtail. We're going to get back to that after this uh, break. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. <laughs> Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAHA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. <laughs> well, the cat's away, so these mice are going to play. We're out here having some fun. John's down there in Mexico, and we're here in the studio, me and my friend Ed Bath. Hi, Ed. Hi, Bob. <laughs> Wish we were down fishing. We're going to be soon enough. Uh, three of us should be down fishing. <laughs> Frank, you know, just before we went on break, I was starting to tell you about the December 3rd trip aboard the Chief that we're taking. First, oh, December 1st? Yes, first. Oh, four, the first through the third. Days. That's why I keep that around. It keeps me straight and narrow. All right, so it leaves on the 1st, and we go down into Mexico. Overnight, the boat travels from H&M Landing in San Diego down to uh Punta Colnet, where we'll fish for rockfish the first day. Big lings, reds. Big lings, reds, and then we're looking for some yellowtail, too. So we'll be looking at yellowtail there, but, you know, it's all bottom fishing, all dropper loop and that kind of thing. However, about, oh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, usually we'll move off over to the rock pile where we'll start fishing for the yellowtail in earnest, and it's a great thing. They situate the boat about 150 feet past the rock pile, and then you drift your baits back to it. Yeah. And there's one or two spots. You remember this, Ed. And you drift your baits. Right. And uh, the yellowtail come up and 
Got to keep them uh, off the bottom, though, when you hook them. Yeah, because they always want to head for the rocks, right? Right. Yeah. That's their first lesson that they learn, I think, when they're <laughs> only 12 inches long. Yeah, they learn how to run for, <laughs> run for the run rocks. Run for cover. <laughs> and, you know, it's so great because you got the wide open sea. you got the rock pile down underneath. There's one or two other boats around, but not too many. And those fish are just screaming to get back to the rocks. So you got to fight them hard. And the other thing is, of course, they won't take heavy gear. you got to be fishing them with 20. 30, 40 pound max, and you got 30, 40 pound yellowtail. So it's a heck of a lot of fun. And those trips are two, two and a half days. And uh, that means you're coming back late at night uh, and you're not wasting fishing time. You actually fish all the full second day. Yeah, you get two days of uh, fishing, which is really worth it. Hey, Frank, you remember the last trip we were on when it got a little snotty in the afternoon? Oh, yeah. Well, we, uh, Ed and I were out on, uh, was it Sea Adventure 80 or Pacific Star? Uh, wasn't it the Chief? Uh, maybe. Oh, maybe it was Chief. We were out on the rail, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's blowing almost gale. It's it's up around 20, 20 knots. And the skipper calls everybody in. And so Ted Reed... Ed and I are still at the rail fishing. The boat's rolling so much that our rods are dipping into the water, and the boat's coming back up. And Ed's out there. I'm out there. The skipper says, you guys got to get in here now. He all of a sudden gets all upset. And, of course, Ted and I go in. Ed's still out at the rail. He would not come in. I don't think that's true. I saw it. I swear I saw it. I saw it. They had to come in and haul you in with a gaff. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like No wonder you like him so much. He's so much like us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How many times have we stood there in the blowing wind throwing an oh. eight weight? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. I, I remember that big shovel nose you took on the fly. Oh, that was so much fun. You know, and, you know, the shovel nose and then also fishing for the uh, leopard sharks in the oh, surf. Yeah. I tell you, nothing more fun than that. Getting a five-foot leopard shark on an eight-weight. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, that's that's a monster. Ed took, we used to Ed do took that over up. Catalina. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Ed took me up to the ranch. We fished the ranch uh, about three weeks ago, which he has access to because another good reason to have him for a friend he owns property up there. I've seen those leopard sharks when you're out uh, up to your knees throwing a, uh, a lure. They'll go by about three feet from you in, uh, in three feet of water, passing yeah. back and forth. Well, we'll talk more about that right after we get back from this break. And uh, we got plenty more surprises coming up. Fish and Hunt Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. 